what is up coming to you live from the jungle the home of our little tiger it's time for another episode of dre's geek philosophy podcast episode 289 it is august 1st 2022 and uh there was something we didn't talk about last week. Last week we talked all about uh, how I didn't go to San Diego Comic Con or Whale's Vagina Comic Con, if you prefer. And uh, uh, my good friend Trent Trail texted me Tuesday morning last week. He's like, "You didn't? I'm surprised you didn't talk about Vince McMahon." And uh, honestly, I, it it kind of did sort of slip my mind. I. I remembered as we got near the end of the show, but I realized, oh, you know, it's it was already kind of late. We had already talked a lot about all the Marvel stuff and and Comic Con. I'm like, I'll just save it for next week to see if anything else happens. <laughs> and boy, am I glad I waited because uh, one of the big speculations of Vincent Kennedy McMahon's, you know, you know sudden and forced retirement because of all the terrible things he's been doing because he's a, a make no mistake th- this is not a positive uh, wake or funeral for Vincent Kennedy McMahon this is this is a negative for him uh, <laughs> it, I, I've I'm not shocked that Vince McMahon is this kind of monster because there are too many times over the last 30 years of if, if you just go watch a bunch of old WWE even the 80s in the 80s when uh, he had his own uh, his own version of the Tonight Show it was Tuesday Night Titans or Vince McMahon was was playing Johnny Carson uh, during the peak of rock and wrestling you go back and you, you find those on the WWE Network or you find them on YouTube you watch a few episodes and you you can already tell that this man is a fucking deviant. He's a goddamn monster. There, <laughs> the show is purely a vehicle for him to you know leer at women and torment his employees. It's very subversive. He in in the eighties he's still playing. Oh, I, I'm. I'm broadcaster Vincent McMahon, you know, like the people weren't in on the on the uh, on the joke or the secret that oh, he's the owner, you know, hell, like I, I, you know, as a kid, I didn't know he was the owner. I just thought he was the guy who was always doing the interviews and and just the, the you know, just the, the figurehead. I, I didn't know he he ran the entire show. I mean, I, I think I I should have realized it around the steroid trial, but I, you know, we didn't have the internet back then. It's, uh, upon further review, go back and you see everything. It's like, oh, it all it all makes sense. But yeah, there uh, one there's a Twitch channel that I, that I have on sometimes, where they show a lot of old documentaries of, of pro wrestling, and, and there and then on Tuesdays, they they would throw in a bunch of episodes of these Tuesday Night Titans, and yeah, there's so there, there's one particular episode where they they may they have, not only do they have you know cheesy interviews and and tape delayed matches. They, they do uh, skits. Hey, Judy. How are you doing, Je- Judy? Hope you're doing well. Thank you again so much. Uh, Judy, We met up with Judy yesterday. She had 
many gifts, so many gifts, as Tiger would say, for our little man. And we we are very much appreciative of of, of the gifts we we. We, 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 we broke open that, 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 that adult collector Sally. I had, I had to unscrew it from its base, but it, it's still a toy. <laughs> but uh, where was I? There, there was an episode so on, on these Tuesday Night Titan shows. Uh, they, they had skits a la, you know, Saturday Night Live. Or, like, it's terribly written. You can tell that they were probably written by Vince himself. And there was a particular one which it's always you know it's always stuck in my mind, where they, they had a they had a woman of some sort of um, European terrible accent, and she had a sausage tree. It's the only tree that could grow sausages. <laughs> and I I think it was for for Ivan Putsky the Polish hammer there. There was, like, was a little skit for that, and the entire thing was to try to just embarrass his British co-host, Lord Alfred Hayes. And you, you can literally feel the bullying from, from McMahon. Go on, Lord, take a bite. Take a bite of, the, of that woman's sausage. Go on. And he, he's literally like putting his hand to the back of Lord Alfred Hayes' head and just probably shoving him towards the, this sausage. And I was like, look, look, like, you can just feel that bully energy, that, that monster energy, if you will, from Vince McMahon. Just, and I remember watching this a, a few months ago. I'm like, dude, Vince McMahon is a fucking evil dude. Look at he He's using this television show to torment his employees. It's like, come on. Haha, this is funny. I, I'm ribbing you. Anyway, then go forward. I guess around around that same time, I guess there was there was a female referee that, uh, that Mr. McMahon apparently raped, and then I I can only imagine how many other countless women throughout the past you know thirty plus years, uh, as long as old Vinny has been in charge, going all the way back to WrestleMania one. This was this was recently just what like WrestleMania thirty eight. So he's been in charge for 38 plus years. I can only imagine how often he's just been a, a fucking demon. And it's just, it, it was only re- in the last month. It was, he's been paying off all these, all these women that he, 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 he forces. He uses his position of power into forcing a, a sexual relationship. Yeah, this past weekend, uh, so, somebody found uh, his, his wife Linda McMahon at some sort of political event. Oh, uh, uh, Linda, Linda, do you have anything to say about all the stuff with your husband? Like, <laughs> or you know, first he, they framed it with about his retirement, and she's like, "Well, he, he's gonna have to find something to do with all his free time." That's the only thing she would say. And then they, the, the guy tr- kept trying to press her for more. He's like, "Nope, that's all I have. To, I'm only here." She was only there for some sort of. Uh, political conference or whatever. She's still trying to revive her political career. Yeah, you are correct. I believe this is the biggest news since uh, the Benoit tragedy. That is, this is like insane. And so, so yeah, the Wall Street Journal came out with the the, 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 paralegal, the poor paralegal who was forced into a, a sexual relationship with Mr. Genetic Jackhammer himself. And then uh, a couple weeks later, it was oh there was three other women who had to have been paid off, it totaled to twelve million dollars that they've discovered, uh, 
like not on the company books or or when it was discovered like a couple days before or after his sudden retirement last week like oh all this money it was like either it, 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 it because it was employees being paid off they, it was supposed to be listed in all their uh, <laughs> earnings and <laughs> and losses according to the securities and exchanges commission <laughs> They had to they had to resubmit a lot of old old data. Oh, we need to reflect all these payments that we've been having to pay our former employees to not speak ill of this monster. And it just it's just insane. And yeah, and then uh, uh, several of my wrestling friends. Oh, there's no way he, he he's not gonna retire. He's gonna there's no way he he can like he's gonna he's gonna survive this. He he owns. So much of the of the the the, the, the higher class stock, he, he has eighty percent of the voting power. He he cannot be removed. And, and me and a few other people in the wrestling chat were like, "Nah, man, you you." <laughs> if the company was private, that would that'd probably be another story. Yeah, he probably could have done whatever he wanted. He 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 answers to no one but himself. If the company was still private, but back in no one would. 1999, at the height of the Attitude Era, he took that sucker public to, to, to cash in on the on the popularity of the Attitude Era, and he has to answer the stockholders and 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 and, and, a, and a board. And I, like we we were trying to tell some of these like not as business savvy wrestling fans like, oh no, he's like if Harvey Weinstein went down for all of his shit. There was no way Vince McMahon was gonna like escape this unharmed. Like I'm, I, Vince's worst case scenario is going to jail for the rest of his life. I think currently right now it's like this is he 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 got to quit on his terms before he could be fired by the board because <laughs> stuff just stuff just keeps coming out. I'm sure there's gonna be more. Like in the last week, ever since his retirement, people who like would never speak against him out of fear or sudden like oh he's not here anymore i can tell you guys things like there's like people are are feeding the dirt sheets story i can only imagine what it's going to be like for the next you know five ten years as more and more people get get comfortable with the fact like oh he can't get back at me he he can't blackball me from from from, from wrestling he was the most powerful man in all of professional wrestling like more and more stuff will be coming out about his psychoses about how he ran the company and I'm sure a lot more uh, terrible things will, will come out over time but uh, uh, one of the other things a, a lot of people were wondering you know, as wrestling fans is the, the quality of WWE's programming has been down for years because it all was at his whim uh, They'd have the team of writers write the show, and then five minutes before air, he would look at it and be like, "Oh, get this shit out of here!" and he'd tear it up and rewrite the show on the fly. And then you could just tell like the uh, de- decisions were just hastily made. It, it was just it was it was constantly chaos every week. Uh, like no one remembers what we did last week. Who cares? And then no, no the, the all these stupid ass wrestling fans, including me, we we remember everything. <laughs> You you do something dumb and we expect some sort of pay. We you, you do a piece of a story and then you just ignore it. Like, hey, what the fuck happened two weeks ago? And then Vince, like, you're not supposed to care about that. Forget about that. And wave his hand. 
So a lot of people were with this, you know, sudden ousting where he he had yeah, he he stepped down as chairman and then he effectively retired from all of his jobs because he he did everything. He booked the talent. He wrote the stories. He he came up with everything. Everything had to go through him. He 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 was the 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 buck stopped with him. And now he, he wasn't there anymore. So we we're like, oh well, we can only hope that the product gets better now. <laughs> you you don't have a a seventy something year old man with the with the sensibilities of a ten year old because like he he was he's an incredibly immature old man. And it's like, oh, huh. <laughs> let's let's have let's have Jeff Hardy pour a cup of his own urine all over. Seamus's face. <laughs> That'll get a pop. Like it's, it's all like kinds of like ridiculous shit would be happening, and it's like it, he it was only entertaining to an audience of one, him. And so, and this is why I'm glad I waited a week because uh, his uh, his son-in-law was so his daughter is now co-CEO. This other gentleman, Nick Khan, who's been worming, who's weaseling his way up from from a lower executive position all the way now to co-CEO. They they're in charge now, and then Stephanie's husband, Paul Levesque, or you may know him better as Triple H. Now he has been placed in charge of all of creative and and personnel. <laughs> and Jai tying this to video games uh, says Vince McMahon was the wrestling equivalent of Hiroshi Yamauchi for those of you who don't know who that is Hiroshi Yamauchi was the president of Nintendo all through the 80s and into the 90s who thought that the internet was a fad and that RPG players lived in the basements of their parents house and were, were not to be paid attention to like all these online game o- online gaming was not going to be a thing <laughs> okay we know everything is passed down via you know uh hi- there's no hierarchy or it's a, what, what am i that's the word i'm looking for my brain doesn't work well after 10 o'clock anymore what's the word i'm looking for gosh well we're just gonna move on okay. so me sitting there trying to think of like Hierarchy, or like, or like, where it's like passed down because it's your son. It's like inherited. Like it's just all these just inherited positions, not by merit, but it's just like, oh, that's my son. He's he gets the job because it's he's my son. That's that's what happened with Nintendo in the in the eighties and yeah, nepotism. Thank you. That's one of the words. I'll, thank you, wife. I'm glad your brain's working. Wordle. So yeah, no, Vince is out, and now, well, ironically, his son-in-law has now been put in charge, and he, he he's proven that he knows how to operate a wrestling show. He did the he operated their their developmental area NXT for many years, and it was it was very very good to the point where the NXT shows that would be on the same weekend as as the WWE main roster shows, like oh these NXT shows are actually way better. And so that, that was announced last week. And it's like, oh, he, he's in charge. Let's see what happens. And, and nothing happened last week. But then uh, at SummerSlam, uh, certain things, uh, SummerSlam on, on Saturday, certain uh, fun things happened. I will not say for the sake of spoilers because it only was a day ago. And uh, apparently uh, I, I didn't get to watch Monday Night Raw because we were busy trying to get Tiger bathed and in bed and back to sleep. Uh, I would imagine everything I've seen so far on Twitter before I jumped on was like, it, it was positive. It's better. It's getting better. But I'm not sure. It, 
I don't know what, what degree of better it is. Is it like, oh, I've had these shit sandwiches for so long that they added peanut butter to these shit sandwiches, and oh, this is better. But is there still shit in my peanut butter and shit sandwich? <laughs> I don't know. But, but everyone seems more positive. They, they, they already brought back one or two people who were fired by Vince McMahon. One of the big things from this past Sunday, like, oh, there, there's a group of females were put together. Like, apparently, Vince had rejected this, uh, this idea of, of pairing these three females together. One, one female was coming back from injury, and then the other, the other one was fired, <laughs> and the other one was kind of in, in limbo in the developmental. Bless you. And at SummerSlam, they all came out together. Much to the delight of, of the of the internet wrestling. Bless you. Much to the delight of the internet wrestling community. Yeah. No, it's funny. They walked back that TV 14. They, they said they were going to go back to TV 14. And then USA was like, what you motherfuckers doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> you going to throw away all that ad money? <laughs> yeah. USA Network walked, made them walk that one back. That, 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 one was, that was announced a little... Uh, Hastily, because uh, that 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 was like uh, USA Network. Like, you fucking with our ad money, motherfuckers? <laughs> I think they were discussing it, but uh, the word got out, and everyone's like, "All right, two D fourteen, yeah, broad panties matches, live sex celebrations, swear words." Everybody thinks that the Attitude Era will come back if it goes back to TV fourteen, but no, it won't come back. It was a <laughs> That was a whole other world in the in the late nineties. Can the, the going back to the Attitude Era was isn't gonna save uh, WWE's wrestling. It, <laughs> but yeah, I guess thing, things are better. But we'll we'll see if they they stay better. Uh, the, the word is, oh uh, Triple H wants to hire back a bunch of the people that were let go by Vince. And something that, that something my wife astutely pointed out. It's like, wait, you know, it's like Vince McMahon fired, you know, hundreds of people over the last two years during the pandemic, during record profits, and it, it may be because oh, he needed to free up some cash to pay off all these women <laughs> that he was forcing into sex and then having to let go and pay handsomely so they don't say anything. So my wife noticed that she's like wait <laughs> did he yeah yeah they were, they were cutting people with you know half million dollar million dollar contracts you know sending them on their way people proving who to make money uh, I, I would not be shocked if uh, if uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt returns I don't know if he returned tonight or he might return at whatever the next show is he's just out there been hanging out I would not be shocked if Triple H goes hey you want to come back and have your own say over your your story and you can you can have creative control. <laughs> you 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 can you can do what you want to do instead of whatever the old man wanted you to do. <laughs> and, and speaking of old, this is gonna be a. Uh, I apologize to people who come here for any uh, video game talk. Normally, this is gonna be a very wrestling heavy one because last night uh, something else happened in pro wrestling. It was. Uh, Rick Flair, woo! Every everyone knows who Rick Flair is, for for better or for worse. <laughs> he he's another character who whose whose vile deeds have been exposed over over the last few months. <laughs> Mister Helicopter Dick himself for forcing himself onto poor flight attendants who 
who did not want to go on Space Mountain. He, apparently, he's. I guess he was running out of money, or he he needed a he needed to cash out one last payday. And Ric Flair had his third final match. <laughs> it's an ongoing joke in professional wrestling that you can say that you're retired, but then if there's a big enough check, you'll come out of retirement. And a uh, good old good old Richard Flair. Has done that thrice now. Well, he he's had three retirement matches. He he had he had a a wonderful w- wonderful like actual final match. And I think it was WrestleMania 28 or 27. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I believe it was WrestleMania 27. I think I can't even remember. No, I'm wrong. I'm very very wrong. It was like WrestleMania 24, because 25 and 26 were Shawn Michaels' final matches. So it was WrestleMania 24. They had a nice match. They had that beautiful ending where, where Shawn Michaels looks at Rick. He says, I'm sorry, I love you, and kicks him in the face and pins him 1-2-3, and that, 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 was, that was Rick's retirement. And then Rick's like, I need money. I have another divorce. And he goes and wrestles for total non-stop action and has his final match there eventually he bleeds all over the place and then uh, I guess Rick's hard up for money right now and one one of his son-in-laws is, is a, a podcast uh, what do you call it what can I say he's a podcast mogul <laughs> Conrad Thompson save with Conrad.com uh, they, 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 they organized a, a Jim Crockett promotions. That's what that's where people remember Flair from the from the eighties. JCP. And they, they they arranged a Ric Flair's last match. And if you've been following me on Twitter, I've had a lot of fun tweets in regards to this this bullshit. <laughs> and uh, it, it's funny because the, the the whole entire card was like, oh, a whole bunch of people from a different bunch of different organizations. Everyone got permission. There's even. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, who who is currently a WWE executive, he he's in charge of live events. He weaseled his way onto the card where he was one of the opponents. Because everyone kept wondering, because they kept talking about for the last month and a half. Oh, Ric Flair's last match. Who's he gonna wrestle? He's gonna have one more match, and it turned out to be a tag match. It was it was Ric Flair and his son-in-law, Andrade, the the, the husband of Charlotte Flair. They they took on J E double F J A double R E double T. Jeff Jarrett and and Jay Lethal, who the wrestler who was training, helping Rick train for this final match. Keep in mind, Rick Flair is seventy three fucking years old with a pacemaker who almost died two or three years ago. And, and this sloppy mess of a, of a of a hollow man is gonna go out there and, and he he had a disaster of a match. I think I think he took one flat back bump and. Literally, the end of the match was him putting. Uh, I guess he 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 got some brass knuckles and punched Jeff Jarrett in the face, and he went down to put on the old finger four, the figure four leg lock. And and as as Flair went down to put on the figure four, apparently he passed out. <laughs> and then he and he and Jarrett both had their 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 shoulders to the mat, and the referee counted Jarrett's shoulders down one two three, and that was the end of the match. <laughs> And you see Andrade come over to check on his father-in-law. And then you can see Ric Flair mouthing, I passed out. (laughs) 
because because on a figure four you're supposed to hold yourself up while the other guy is in, in torturous pain. But Flair put put on the figure four and just went mm, bloop. <laughs> he needed his life alert bracelet. He had fallen and he couldn't get up. He he literally passed out. <laughs> and it, that that was the end of the match. <laughs> Uh, a 73-year-old man putting a 55-year-old man in a figure four. <laughs> and they're both flat on the map. <laughs> and they, 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 they took home a whole lot. What, what's hilarious is in the crowd, you had Brett the Hitman Hart, who was there doing his best impression of, the, of that meme of, the, of the, the, the hater who shows up to the funeral to make sure you're dead. <laughs> You had Mick Foley, also another person who hates Ric Flair, or hated Ric Flair. And then you had the goddamn Undertaker. The Undertaker showed up in, in, in full biker-taker gear. Uh, the, the American badass redneck-taker showed up, looking incredibly unhappy to be there. I don't know if like Flair cashed in a favor or something with, with old Mark, me old mean Mark, or as my wife likes to call him, Kelsey Grammer. And you just, you just, he's just sitting there in the front row, looking miserable as all fucking get out. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what other matches yet. I, I, I know, uh, one of my favorites, Ray Phoenix, had a match, and apparently in that same match, one. Uh, uh, Black Taurus had to save Bandito from near paralyzation. <laughs> he he had to catch him just before his head hit the ground like a lawn dart. <laughs> Black Taurus grabbed him around the waist like, No, no, no. Te voy a salvar. And he flipped him up in the air. <laughs> For those who don't, who don't speak Spanish, he's, I said, I'm going to save you. <laughs> that That's one of the, the other... Gifts I saw uh, from the Ric Flair's last match show. It, it was a whole, it was a whole purple affair. <laughs> it, 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 just, just go on Twitter and just you know search Ric Flair's last match and just look at all the gifts and the clips. It, it, it's just ridiculous. Like Ric Flair, he 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 naturally he cut himself on the forehead because he's like, oh, I need to be drunk and I need to be bleeding. I'll, I'll be fine out there. Those were his words. He needed to be drunk, and he needed to be bleeding, and he would be fine. <laughs> he looked like he was going to pass out the entire match. <laughs> he, he, his face looked like a sad sack of, of pancakes. <laughs> it was just like, I, I don't know. I, I, I know what he was doing. He needed money. <laughs> he's about to get divorced again. <laughs> so he's going to have, you know, seven or six or seven alimony checks now. He, he needed one last cash infusion. And I'm sure they're going to have Ric Flair's last match two at some point in the next six to 12 months once they get old Dr. Nick from The Simpsons to clear him for wrestling. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's no real doctor who would be like, all right, here's a 73-year-old man with a pacemaker. Should he be doing professional wrestling? I think 99 out of 100 doctors would be like, the fuck is this? And then you find your real life. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Nick. Looks like a... He looks fit to me. <laughs> I will pass him for the test. He can... He passes the test in my book. <laughs> Six months... If he lives that long. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, in, in my wrestling chat, it was like, oh, the doctor say he was okay. And then my immediate reply was a gif of Dr. Nick. I'm like, here's the doctor. <laughs> here's the doctor who said, he's fine. It was it was sad, and then like in, I guess in the post interview, once he once he regained consciousness, he's like, "Oh, this is the greatest night of my life." I'm like, really? Jay Lethal dropped dropped you. Jay Lethal dropped you on your back. You you were huddled up in the corner for a while trying to find oxygen, and you passed out during the finish. That's the greatest night of your life. Well, I guess if we count. The fact that this is probably his last payday, I guess it is the greatest night of his life. <laughs> if, if you if you checked out if you checked out their website for all this, it was like it was insane. All the things there was like oh get you could get an action figure of Ric Flair for four hundred dollars. Like oh it's like oh it was a set of action. It was like you would get scanned if you were there at the they had their they had a whole wrestling convention going on around this. So it, it was a whole it was a whole production. His son-in-law, Conrad, ran his Starcast convention, and all the wrestlers were there doing, doing their uh, panels and selling merch and doing doing their thing, doing what the, what these carny wrestlers do. Ha- have a have a convention and try to take as much money as you can from all these marks. And before they notice, oh wait, why not give my entire rent check to to Ric Flair to have an action figure of me and him? Wait, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> Life of a wrestling fan. Yeah, that, that that's what went down last night. Ric Flair's last match. I, I encourage you go 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 Google it. <laughs> go go check Twitter. There's a lot of a lot of clips. You don't you don't need to see the whole show. You, you can you can catch the the, the important parts on, on Twitter. But yeah, good good old professional wrestling. I I I still I still enjoy it. And at some point, I'm going to introduce it to Tiger, and then Tiger is going to hit me with a drop kick, punch me in the nuts, and and slap a slap a sharpshooter on me. <laughs> and I'm like, "There's nothing I can do. He's stronger than me. <laughs> what have I done? I've made I've made a huge mistake." <laughs> no, eventually, Rosa is going to show him uh, John Cena wrestling. And I'm I'm gonna catch a five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> he's he's gonna put me in the in the in the STFU, and he's gonna pick me up and give me an attitude adjustment. And he's gonna look me in the face after he hits me. He's gonna go, "Never give up, Dada." And then you can't see me, Dada. As Tiger wears his little jorts <laughs> and his sneakers, <laughs> as he whips Daddy's ass like John Cena. <laughs> And his name is John Cena. And then Mama will be beaming with pride. Just beaming. Oh, man. All right. It is, it is pretty late. We were pretty exhausted. There, there, there's your poor Dada. Yes. We, we, <laughs> we, we are tore up from the floor up here. That, that that that's our that's our show for this week. I just wanted to talk about all that wrestling nonsense. Hopefully, I'll have some video game stuff to talk about or some uh, some other fun stuff next week. As always, you can check me out on social media at DreGB Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. If you're not watching this on Facebook later, 
well, if, if you're not Warren or Judy or Jai or Scott watching this on Facebook Live right now with me, you can always find us on YouTube. There's a whole lot of gaming videos on our YouTube page. YouTube.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And uh, I, uh, th- thanks to my wife, my wife, I have a, a, a cool new uh, website. There's a class action lawsuit against Sony due to the PS5 crashing. Oh boy, well, I guess we can talk about that next week. Um, on all my profiles, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram, I have an awesome new little website with all of my links. So if you check out any of my social medias, uh, there, there is a link that has all, everything you want to find for us. My Twitch channel, my Etsy store, my YouTube. Yeah, go watch. You know, Judy, I discovered they don't have any of the early episodes from this season for Better Call Saul. I, I am devastated. <laughs> I... I, I feel like I can't watch the... They only have, like, the episodes from the last, like, two weeks and then the whatever is left for this season. So I... I, I, the, I guess the first five or six episodes... Nope. A, AMC Plus is a terrible app. I, I, I logged into it last night. Oh, I, and my OnlyFans. If you, if you want to see me peel the cellophane from video games, that's, that's, that's my OnlyFans channel. Slowly peeling the cellophane off games. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm, for, for to watch Better Call Saul, I, I'm, I'm going to have to wait until it's on Netflix. Now it's, I'm just, I am very sad. I, I, I wish I had jumped on the app as soon as Pete Molini gave me his login information, but no, I, I, I did not, and I, and I am paying the price for that. I'm gonna have to wait until. Whatever date I'm, I'm sure it's going to be like in November when, when they when they they drop all of Better Call Saul's final season on Netflix. I'm just going to just shuffle my feet and just be mad about it as uh, an amazing show ends and I I can't watch. I have to wait to watch it on Netflix in who knows how many months. I'm I'm sure Netflix has the deal with with AMC to to put it all on put the final season on Netflix. AMC Plus is a terrible app. Apparently, from my understanding. So yeah, that's 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 your better call Saul update. And uh, yeah, I, I be careful. If I'm gonna well, <laughs> Judy, I, I feel like you're like the only other person I know who watches it. So I don't I don't think I have to worry about spoilers. <laughs> I I rarely see people on Twitter talk. I haven't seen anyone on Twitter talk about Better Call Saul. I I I don't know. All the fans are very quiet. They keep it to themselves. <laughs> they they don't want they don't want Gus fearing to show up at their house and be like, "Why did you spoil the show? You should not have spoiled the show." Maybe every, everyone keeps it to themselves. It's such an amazing amazing show. It's one of my favorite shows. And I'll have to catch up to it at some point in the future. Maybe I'll put it back on AMC Plus. I don't know. I don't know how this <laughs> Gus fearing will show up and then I'll have to ring a bell and blow up in half <laughs> alright thank you for watching thank you for listening uh, thank you Judy thank you Jai for joining me and commenting I don't know if Adelita is still here but thank you as well we will see you guys next Monday for another live show and make sure to check out 
our YouTube channel for any all of our other content. Have yourselves a good night, and we'll see you next time. Bing! And for my wife, I will always say this. <laughs>